Morning, Sid. Good morning, Fizz. How are you? It is, um, it's crazy. It's episode four. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. episode four. And uh, thanks. We should start by thanking um, the listeners who sent us, number one, kudos, and number mm -hmm. two, great feedback. Yeah, very good feedback. Really appreciate it. Keep it coming. Yeah. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. It's uh, it's always fun to do this show with you. And I, I may have told you this before, but even the name makes me crack up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People will, will catch on to it and it becomes a so. household name in the angel investing <laughs> community. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, so we've received our first comments and our first suggestions for topics, which is... Uh, which is interesting, and um, and that's that's a recurring theme, not just with our listeners, but in the whole angel community, which is the the season the season the seasonality of our life. That's so, a tough. That's a tough word, by the way. Yeah, season. The, yeah. the schedule. It, the yearly the schedule. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how does this? So I let me tell you how I see it, and then you tell me how you see it, and then. Uh, Somehow we'll meet in the middle. Let's so we, yeah. we call it, and my, my partner at Boston Harbor Angels calls it the school year. Starts in September, mm -hmm. ends in June. So basically, I call it the investment season. Starts in September, ends in June. July, August are designed to recoup, uh, wrap up deals, clean things up, take a breather, um, because we see a lot of deals. Like that's what people don't realize how many deals we see, how many companies we review, pitches, um, and and it takes a lot of energy and stepping back for a month or two is not a bad idea. It's true. And your, your school year is uh, very similar to ours. So that's a really nice, uh, common theme there for entrepreneurs and perhaps even other investors to know about angel groups is that we all typically work from September through June. And it's and not that I, we don't wanna, work in July, right? I mean, we do. No, work it's true. But I, but I do want to add, you know, the other part of it is the winter. The winter also slows things down a bit. Doesn't that, doesn't that happen for you as well with Christmas it, it, holidays and Thanksgiving? It does. The holidays, Thanksgiving, uh, um, and and then even um, I mean because we're cold here. I mean you guys don't know what cold is. Cold, you know, cold is when the temperature goes down and you you feel you have to wear something. <laughs> no, I live in California, so I don't understand that. <laughs> so so in February, March, oftentimes angels are in Florida or in some other warm state. So it's. Uh, um, it's it's a difficult thing, angel investing, or I mean, this is more for entrepreneurs. They need to mm -hmm. understand how angel groups work, how angel investors think, and right. uh, and I've been on many many panels where people ask, so give us guidelines, and uh, when is the best time to pitch? How to plan my fundraise? There are ways to plan, but you and I were talking about the fact that. There is also a, a little, let's call it laissez-faire, 
where mm -hmm. it's better to lead, let the entrepreneur figure it out so they can stand out as a true entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. That's 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 definitely a, an approach, and I definitely see the value in that. Part of what we're doing with this show is we're providing some levity. It's nice to have a conversation with a friend and to kind of discuss topics of mutual interest or worldwide interest. But at the same time, I think part of what we're doing is we're trying to demystify what happens within an investment group, um, and and. It is, you know, only those who are listening are going to benefit from this. And there is a lot of information that we share on panels, on webinars and articles and now on podcasts. So I agree with you. There's an element of something that the entrepreneur is responsible for doing. The other part of it is we also should get the information out so that they know what our schedules look like, so that they know when investments happen what is a capital call event uh these types of things are important as well and and also the the um what what's there what burden is on them and what mm -hmm. burden is on the investors um True. we and then i call it entrepreneur empathy basically mm -hmm. say please understand how we work understand how many deals we have understand what's going on because we're not sitting here doing nothing, waiting for you, uh, uh, Miss, Mrs., Mr. Entrepreneur. We're, um, we're swamped. So mm -hmm. um, it's important for them. And then I get regularly, every two weeks, I have something who's really upset at me for some reason. Mm. <laughs> because things didn't go fast. They didn't expect. They expected to get money on the spot. And, and I said, look, you need to... to to impress a room full of investors and let them uh, 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 walk behind you. So yeah. the, saying, yeah. the saying of the show right, goes as such. Maybe it will make an excerpt. We'll see. A manager is someone who has the ability to plan and execute. A leader is someone who has the ability to influence other people's behavior. Listen to that. Can you say that one more time? That's like, pretty profound, Zia. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> say it again. So, I like that. So a manager is someone who has the ability to execute on a plan, right? Mm -hmm. So you make a plan. You say, okay, here's our schedule. Here's the budget. Let's get a team together. A leader is someone who can get people to follow them or get someone to uh, influence their behavior. So if you stand in front of the room and say, come with me, invest to invest in my business, that has some leadership abilities. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, that's really important in the, in the world of an entrepreneur. It's hard to get someone to write a check to believe in you and what you're doing. And most people at our stage don't have much going. Some IP, uh, uh, but it's mostly the uh, the jockey. Um, but the question of one of our listeners was, explain to us the overall schedule so we know how to how to time it right. So um, um, when is the best time to pitch? Is there a best time to pitch? And how does it all work? So is mm -hmm. there, in your opinion, a time to pitch? The, if you were advising a company and say, you know what, this is when you have to do it. 
Yeah. Um, so, so that's great. The way that you said that you said, um, if you were to advise an entrepreneur, um, one of the key elements of understanding how an angel group works is getting advice and getting mentorship. And typically what we call that is find someone in the group who can be your champion. And then the champion can give you pointers on timing and, you know, when people are most ready to write checks. So in general, here I'm speaking on behalf of uh, myself, but my perspective from the group that I'm part of, which is Life Science Angels, and you're part of Boston Harbor Angels, um, when people are essentially uh, wrapping up summer and coming into the first part of the school year, as you refer to, or the season, which is September, October, they have essentially um, looked at their portfolio, uh, figured out where they are for the new season, and they're ready to write checks. So if you want to really catch people when they have put away their previous year of portfolio investments and are ready to write checks, September might be a good time of year. Um, and then the other part of it is when people come out of winter, your part of the world, we don't know what winter is, um, when people come out of winter, which is January, February timeframe, uh, that's another time in which people start to look at their portfolio and figure out where they are in terms of writing checks. In our group, we have capital call events, which we call dinner meetings. There's five of them scheduled per year, three that happen between January and June, two that happen between September and November. So the probability of investments happens more so in, you know, in that time frame of the early part of the year versus the second part of it. So it just depends. And it depends and, on who you get advice uh, from. But a good business is a good business, a good business. I've seen Absolutely. two companies get funded in June within two weeks. So um, wow. I think the That's effort, amazing. the effort should be because they had a great champion, great business, everything lined up. Um, I think that number one, you have to have a great story. So the, the other saying of, and I'll say that probably every show, the shortest distance between an entrepreneur and an investor is a story. I saw your posting on LinkedIn yeah. and Twitter and it's, so, <laughs> and it's so true. It is so yeah, true. That's, I keep, this is, tell me a story. Tell me who are you? Why are you doing this? And, uh, um, or tell me, tell us, not me. I mean, it's where, where one angel is never enough. And, uh, and then we, so how many investments? So some VCs tell me they make four investments per year, which, which is, which is unbelievable. I mean, in our world, there's, there's, there are investments happening all the time, small checks, all bigger checks. There's sure. a lot of activity and, um, the the in entrepreneurs should know that there is there is always availability everybody has some whatever they call dry powder for a super exciting deal correct correct excellent excellent <laughs> we agree on we agree on so something. i think we should notice how about, i said that so quickly <laughs> i think we're we're uh, and we should know that we're we're uh, planning for our first guest a very exciting yeah. guest we who we shall not name uh, we won't drum uh, drum roll yeah and then we're we're because we're 
We're working out all the kinks, all the technical challenges before we start uh, inviting guests. Right I now, can only say this much. May I tease a little bit? Yeah. I, I, I want to tease a little bit here because I, I'm going to say this. She is a phenomenon. And I think our, um, our conversation with her is going to be an absolute gem. So I'm looking forward to when we can actually say uh, who our special guest is. But Excellent. I'm just so excited. I'm yeah. really excited. About yeah, it. that's yeah. Uh, um, we, we will need to prepare. We will. <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, so we have to prepare. And uh, the, the, the other question that, that, that always comes up with, with entrepreneur is the pitch. And, and then this whole thing, can, uh, how, do people need help with pitching and how to move a room and blah, 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 blah. So here's the third saying of the day. Okay. A pitch, and this is one of my all-time favorite ones. Okay. And let's see if I impress you or not. And if I do, we can shut down. This. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> call it today. A pitch, right. a pitch is done when you're done taking information out of it. Ah. Does wow. that make any sense? You are on a roll here, <laughs> You, this is profound. Please say that one more time. So this is, and I say this not to you. I say this to every mm -hmm. entrepreneur that's about to pitch. A pitch is done when you're done taking information out of it. Because you're trying to just, it's a teaser. You're trying to get people excited. It's too much information, puts people mm -hmm. to sleep. It doesn't right. matter. And, and it's... Uh, um, the joke is that we tell people for an update, three minutes, three slides. Mm -hmm. So most entrepreneurs have a tendency to shove 12 slides into three. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, too much. <laughs> too much. So um, I remember I saw one of the best pitches ever. It was mm -hmm. unbelievable. I didn't even think about the time. It was a story. It kept going. And then at the end, I mean, it was incredible. And uh, a month later, a very, very, very famous actor signed up to that company to join the board. Wow. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, can't, can we name, we have to check if we can name companies on the show or not. We do have to check on that. <laughs> but we should, we should probably wait on that. That's a good point. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you know uh, Ziad, you know, a lot of people uh, also wonder about, you know, our resources within angel groups. Like if I were to look at Boston Harbor Angels and look at your title and mixed title and others, I would assume that you have an army of people working for you. Uh, you have access to all kinds of very expensive reports and you have lots of people just doing things for you. But the reality is, um, you know, you're the leader of the group, but you know, you're doing a lot of things on your own. You're planning and making things happen and organizing and inviting people and, and then still running a lot of different endeavors for your own life and other things that you do. Um, do, you, do you want to shed some light on that also? Yeah, we're, so we're, we're in general, if you're an investor, 
you just look at deals, review deals. If you're and it's like us, if you're basically running a group plus doing your own investments, plus a fund, plus speaking engagements, plus you are working nonstop as as demonstrated this past Sunday when I texted you and you you were in a meeting on a Sunday right. afternoon and right. uh, where where <clears throat> sometimes you have your third life uh, on Sunday for your third business and that's that's what we love to do we're we're crazy people and we love all the stuff and yeah. uh, it gets overwhelming sometimes because you get hundreds of emails and we talked about the the whole email situation sure. Sure. and then how you you manage all this and what do you, who do you say no to and who do you say yes to um, for especially speaking engagements? Because. And let's be, let's be clear on this. We're not saying this to make anyone feel sorry for us. We're not, that's not what we're asking for here. I mean, what we're doing is we're again, demystifying what is happening uh, in the group for the individuals, for the leaders, for the members um, the reality is, just like every other entrepreneurs, we're also entrepreneurs, and we have a lot of other things going on. Um, and it's just important to manage expectations. I think that's what we're trying to do here. And that's why entrepreneurs should uh, should come as guests to to as many times as they can to different groups, so they see it in motion, so they see what what what's happening. Instead of always ask for money, just right. Ask questions like, how does it work? Interesting. No one has ever asked me, how are you? How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I always ask you, how are you? How do you feel? Because the, 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 the minute people think that you're either an angel investor or you run a group or manage a fund, they think that you have the best life ever. They don't know right. that you're, you've been yelled at that morning by an entrepreneur who's unhappy and then you were right you or were, your dog bit you that morning <laughs> <laughs> or, or right. you just received the bad news that one of your investments who was, right. was supposed to be oh. just tanked and Tank, uh, yeah. and uh, that was and you knew it at the time i knew it right yeah. i knew it <laughs> why didn't i listen to myself <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I totally yeah, understand. But that's what we will talk one day about uh, managing a portfolio and what are the different thoughts. And that's where also guests will will yes. bring another perspective on on portfolio strategies and portfolio management. Very true. Um, Very true. And we've all sat through dozens of panels, took part in panels on all the various strategies on who does what. Uh, mm -hmm. East Coast, West Coast, um, outside the U.S. Uh, how are how are people doing, and and how they're um, they're they're investing with what discipline? You know, so now that you bring it up, since you are on so many panels, and I know you were invited as a VIP guest at the recent ACA summit with NACO in Calgary, because you are a VIP. How do people know where you are and when they can actually hear you talk about some of these things? How do, do you tell the, the Twitter world or the LinkedIn world? Yeah, that, hey, I'm going to be on a panel. Actually, that's a good, that's, well, I do tell, but I don't, I do it for personal aggrandizement, not for yeah. scheduling for people to. No, uh, no, of course but, not. No, but if people. 
But if people want to know, hey, you're going to be on a panel and it's not really you're not bragging. You're just saying, hey, I'm going to be on a panel. Um, please come and listen to us talk about angel investing or venture capital. Do you do that? I do on LinkedIn. Okay. And I say, so that's another um, way. So there yeah. you go. There's another demystification of how do I know what you guys are talking about and when you're going to be well. Look, yeah. And then you, also, you follow. Well, for, I'm always amazed by entrepreneurs who don't connect with me on LinkedIn. And, uh-huh. and it's like first step, connect, connect with me on LinkedIn. So, so you follow me, I follow you, you hear some news, you see what's going on. Um, and uh, um, so, so you're, there is name recognition, uh, all kinds of things. Or if they want to, again, if they want to find out who else is involved with Boston Harbor Angels or how you syndicate or who's your, who's your favorite, you know, angel group that you like to, you know, work with. And I mean, all these things come about because of relationship building. The, the idea of going to a conference, the idea of listening to webinars or listening to panels, that's how you people, get to know people. People, people invite, invest with friends and yes. with people they trust. And, uh, that's right. And there are groups or individuals. And we talked about it last time. Now the, 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 uh, the ecosystem is evolving. There are family offices. There's all kinds of... Um, different different entities that are that are getting involved in our world which is very right. exciting and yeah. um, and so you need to get to know it you need to get to know the makeup of the ecosystem before you enter it otherwise it will swallow you I, I think I mentioned this on our previous episodes but I'm going to say it one more time because I, I happen to think acronyms are 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 you know memorable so Last time I said B as in boy, Y, N as in Nancy, and then B, Y, N, I. And I, I always ask people, what does that stand for? And it stands for build your network before you need it. Oh, and, right. Yes. So, so this is, if, if I were to give anyone advice, you know, as they are entering their entrepreneurial journey or about to think that they're going to do an entrepreneurial endeavor, I would say build your network before you need it. Really get out there and understand what you're doing and what you're trying to connect with or who you're trying to connect with. It is so essential. It's so, it's so, uh, it is such a uh, false story when you hear that someone did something on their own. It is, it's not realistic to, to hear those stories all of the famous people that you've heard about who've done incredible things with their startups and have become gigantic, amazing, you know, CEOs, they had lots of people who helped them along the way. So build your network and, and be part of an ecosystem. It's so important. Build your network before you need it. That's brilliant. Before you need it. Absolutely. So can we take credit for some of these things or, but we're not, we did I not think we should. Them. we're not we're not inventing anything but we're certainly providing i i I call it you know uh, perhaps some wisdom here that comes along the way we've all been entrepreneurs we've all done different things some of us successful some of us not it doesn't matter if you learn something along the way and you can then pass that along i do i i tell people things 
that sure. have happened to me in my life and um, try to help them essentially bypass it's, some it's, of those. It's recognition. Also, if you come up to me and say, hey, how are you? Love your podcast. Right. Immediately. That'll go straight, straight to your head. <laughs> immediately, I'm going to like you. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Like the first time caller. Too. No, what's it? What do they say? For long time listener, first time caller. First time caller, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and build your network before you need it. I should also yeah. say, building a network is not easy, and, it's not. and it takes time and patience. And right. uh, and then if we're in the in the show of cheesy sayings, I have right. one for you that I always sure. apply. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It's, it's, it's in the same vein where keep going, good things will happen. Keep building your network, keep, keep uh, treating people with respect. Exactly. And don't so take important. things personally. No. I get upset. I get when, when someone's angry with me, I take it in. And I, uh, in fact, this show, and people should should understand this is my therapy. This is <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. I I was hoping you, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. <laughs> this but is, I was, I'm glad. It's mine too, by the way. Yes, it is. It's, yeah. it's uh, and uh, we need help. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and, and so it's because when someone is frustrated with you and you tried really hard to help them or try to explain or or um, they were unable to raise money and then suddenly they, they put the blame on you or and you have to keep smiling um, and so so it's it's um, um, it's tough it's really tough because we also meet so many people and so many startups and so many entrepreneurs, fellow investors, vendors, and uh, sometimes we make mistakes. So I think sure. we should ask for forgiveness from everybody once and for all, and then um, and then move on. Nice. I think that worked. <laughs> I think we just cleaned the slate. So what is your resource? You talk about resources. What? Where do you get news? Mm-hmm. For our, I mean, we all get news from I don't know, the Wall Street Journal or some things about like someone uh, had a public offering or the big yeah. news. But uh, in our world, where do you get news about our world? Yeah, um, I have I have multiple sources of information. So I'm reading all the time. And this is what I always tell entrepreneurs, too, is you just have to you have to find time to be able to stay informed. Um, I have, you know, a reader, what do you call those apps that you can put on your phone? That's like a reader that combines a bunch of different news sources that I'm looking for. So I, I, inf- I, I educate the, the app. I don't want to give out certain names, but you know, I, I give information to the app of what I'm looking for. Angel investing, venture capital, uh, women's health. I mean, uh, things that pet health, things that I'm really interested in. And then the news comes to me and then I have to choose amongst those various sources of information and also the credibility of the news source. Um, And over time, what's happened is I actually follow certain reporters 
Oh, that's, okay, that's a good one. Right. Okay. Because there are people that I find who really write credible things for the various journals. And again, I'm not going to put out names, but, but, but these, this is important is to know who you can trust and who's reporting on things that you're interested in and make sure that you use your social media, your LinkedIn profile, whatever source that you want. And don't you do the same thing? Zia? I do, but sometimes it's too much. Like the, you uh-huh. get swamped with industry information and I'm more industry agnostic than you. So right. you right. can narrow it down a little bit, even though I signed up to one of those sites yeah. that sends news about the biotech and pharma world. And then, and, it's, and even that by itself is, is a lot. It's, it's a it's, lot. It's too much. And, it is. Um, right. and I like, I believe in serendipity because sometimes you trip over something or someone mm-hmm. and a piece of news, and then you have to link it to something else. And That's then right. somehow realize that, okay, well, this makes sense because this industry needs what this person is That's doing. Right. That's and, right. uh, but, but uh, you know, your, your serendipity, your serendipity equation, I think also ties into your mobility because you do travel a lot. So when you go to Calgary, you're surrounded by like-minded people who also come to you and say, hey, Ziad, have you seen this deal? Or there's a presentation of a company that has already gone through a screening process and is on stage and you listen to it. Isn't that part of your serendipity as well? Absolutely. And that's the whole beauty of, of meeting because the assumption is that there it's a competitive industry and some of the let's say great companies that come out of great universities already have investors lined up before they even leave the tech transfer office. So, so some of the gems are, are outside the beaten path. You have to go find them and say, Hey, this is an amazing company that is uh, out of this, this ecosystem or in this city and, and uh, wherever they are. Um, That's right. And that's, and that's that's great. That's great advice for new investors and senior investors who essentially fish in their own pond is once you leave your your region and you go out, you will be absolutely impressed with the quality of entrepreneurship around the country, around the world. And 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 then also the the energy uh-huh. that that entrepreneurship uh, generates. And it's okay. everybody's trying to to do something, create something, invest, invent something. But uh, the challenge is we're in Boston, you're in San Francisco, number right. one, number two, right. and um, and we. You didn't ask me which one is one, which one is two. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, it's the it's the mystery of it. I love leaving it that way. Okay, so. fine. Uh, <laughs> and then so the. Uh, we have access to some amazing deals. I mean, that yes. is for sure. And so, so we, it's not that we become uh, jaded or we become uh, snobs, is that we just see some really amazing companies. So if in, or, in order for us to be moved by another company in another ecosystem, we compare it to what we see. Because we're right. not in economic development, we're in That's right. in angel investing. That's right. Very true. Right. Yeah. And, and and it's just it's just a reality. Again, we're demystifying things. Uh, you're not complaining and you're not bragging. 
um, you're just basically stating facts and anyone who's listening gets a glimpse into how how we look at deals and the deal flow that we have it comes from within silicon valley a lot of times it comes from the boston regional area and there are major universities in our backyards and major innovative uh companies so it's just natural that the majority of deals that come in come in through that channel and that's where startups have to understand that we're comparing them to to the other startups so if you're doing something similar <clears throat> and one is close and one is far or give me something better than what I have access to. Um, That's right. Uh, whether That's right. it's, you name it, valuation or um, all kinds of things that, that are. That Management, intellectual property, uh, exitability, all yeah. these things are important factors. Or matching, matching funds, de-risking. You have to sell a better what's this what do they say you sell a better what mousetrap a matter of mousetrap i don't know yeah. why the mousetrap is uh, <laughs> faster we'll, better cheaper we'll delete give us we'll edit that here. <laughs> right <laughs> there's no editing on the show by the way people should understand what is absolutely. said is fine it's pure it's raw it's absolutely it's raw, it's raw. yeah i mean it, yeah. so the, 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 the reason why we do this show, because people ask me now, so what is the show and why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. um, we basically are giving people a window into our life. Right. We're building bridges, as you said. Right. Having fun. Yeah, and solving, most important. And then solving problems. And right. uh, we will also... I, I want to share some challenges we have with some deals and then get some expert feedbacks on what would they do in these situations. If you mm -hmm. have a, a cap table that's, that's, that has challenges, can you change mm -hmm. it? If you have, right. uh, what's, what's a flat round? Does, it, does a flat round give you a sense of, uh, um, of apathy where, okay, well, nothing's happening. We're doing a flat round. What are, what are the misconceptions in our industry? Mm -hmm. And so these are, these are rhetorical questions uh, and, and things that we obviously want to address along the way. And there is a voice message feature on, uh, on the different platforms uh, through anchor FM or others where people can actually leave us messages or they can send us email and, and if these are topics of absolute importance to folks, we can we can address them. We can address them, and then when we start having guest experts, then we'll address them with guest experts. So I leave you with one last saying. Sure. Let's see what you think of that one. Tell okay. me. <laughs> tell me. This is your you third. This is your third uh, profound moment here. This is amazing. Yeah, I think it's over. Like I've given it all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tell me what your cap table looks like. I'll tell you who you are. Or, wow. or show me your cap table, and I'll tell you who you are. Wow. So, yeah. Is that? Yeah, that's is, profound. That's also profound. So, so let me let me take a, a quick uh, approach at that, right? So the names of people or the names of the entities 
that have invested in your company are a reflection of the management team and a reflection of perhaps even their uh, their ability to attract um, various kinds of investors. And some may be some may be really good, and some may be a bit scary. So I'm I'm taking an approach. That that's what you meant. What is it that you meant by well, the expression? The, uh, that's one part. The other part, okay. if I tell you there are two co-founders, mm-hmm. one has 65% uh-huh. and one has 10%. Right. And they are calling each other co-founders. What does it tell you? Or 65% and 5%. What does it tell you about these co-founders? Interesting. Um, as opposed Interesting. to 40 and 35 Again, uh, a rhetorical question, which we can yeah. address on subsequent episodes, but that yeah. is absolutely, you're, you're right. It does say a lot. It says a lot. If you have Not a only the individual with names, a, yeah, with the percentages yeah. also tells you percentages something. Percentages or, or how many people are in the cap table? Can you attract large checks, small checks? Right. A right. lot of that. So uh, yeah. with that, we end episode four. Fantastic. And uh, thank you, Fizz. And, always uh, a pleasure, Z. <laughs> always a pleasure. <laughs>